Hi, and welcome to the eighth ever episode of The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? My guest this week is a woman, Michelle Carlo. Here, Michelle not explain her reasons for hiding behind a rock during Crimson. Marvel at Michelle's assistance in the extermination of a moth in the studio. Listen to Michelle's death rattle upon spying the cover of Moving Pictures. All this and more on The Sound of Not Getting Laid. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Books. Books. In my apartment, they're load-bearing. Hi, and welcome to The Sound of Not Getting Laid, uh, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? Uh, today I have with me... Michelle Carlo. Hi, Michelle. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Matt. What's up? Uh, you know, not too much. Doing a podcast here. Uh, so what do you do? What do I do? What do I do for day job, or what do I do for other job? Uh, I prefer other job because day job is boring. Yeah, well, day job, day job <laughs> is this day job is this mythical place called Fashion Land that yeah. pays the bills, and we'll leave it at that. Okay. But I'm an author and uh-huh. a performer. I actually also run a radio show on the internet radio station Radio Free Brooklyn, where I serialize my book Fish Out of Agua, which is a memoir about growing up in New York City in an Italian neighborhood as a red-headed, freckle-faced Puerto Rican in the 1970s, and a bunch of other things. And I also do theater and solo performance. I've been a burlesque host. Basically, from 1996 to the present, basically almost you name it, and I've performed in it. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, How old are you? On my next birthday or now? (laughs) Now. (laughs) I'm 4016. Okay. Figure it out. I'm forty sixteen. Okay. And where are you from? I am from New York City. What's your neighborhood? I'm the Latin from Manhattan. I was born in Washington Heights. Were you? Okay. I I thought you were born in the Bronx. No, I was born in Washington Heights um, in uh, Columbia Presbyterian Sloan Hospital, which is what it was called back in the dark ages. I'm forty sixteen. And we moved to the Bronx when I was like six because my parents thought it was safer. And um, I lived there until uh, 1987, 8. And I moved here to Brooklyn. Excellent. I've been, I actually just made 29 years here. Wow. I'm, I tell you, I'm living, I've lived in Brooklyn longer than I lived at home. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah, sure. At this point, yeah, yeah. So it's like I say, I'm like from Brooklyn. You know how like people say they're like they're bicoastal? Or like bisexual, I'm like bi borough, because like I'm from the Bronx and Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And like I don't even know at this point what accent I have. I know it's definitely, definitely a New York accent. I'm pretty sure there's some kind of like Latin little to it. My, I'm Puerto Rican, but like I don't know how much of it is Bronx and how much of it is Brooklyn or how much of it is like Manhattan. I don't know. I have no idea. I lived in it's, Queens it's, for like six months, so that def- don't count. Yeah, you definitely have a New York accent. Yeah. yeah. But it's not heavy Puerto Rican. No. It's not. It's it's New York. You yeah, sound it's like New York. You sound like you've been growing up here. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I say coffee because I feel like I have to. <laughs> I, I feel like if, you, if you're born and raised here and you don't say coffee, you're like being affected. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. You got to say coffee. So uh, what kind of music did you listen to, like, high school into college years, like, in, in that? Well, my first concert, believe it or not, was Black Sabbath. Nice. I was 12 and a half years old. I wow. should not have been allowed to go to a concert, but no. what happened was my, my best friend, who was a year older than me, um, we used to, like, we would like the, the two girls that were trying to be cool, but we actually were surreptitiously playing Barbie still because we were, like, at that 
phase where you're like you're still a kid, not really. So, but her older brother used to bang his girlfriend behind, you know, in his bedroom because his, her mom worked. The father was dead. The mom worked. The grandmother would like cook and then go to sl- and like drink and go to sleep, and like he would be smoking weed and he'd be banging his girlfriend and he'd be playing Cream and uh, Jimi Hendrix and The Who and Black Sabbath. And we loved Black Sabbath. We like that uh, one stuck out more yeah, for you. Volume four was like the best. Oh, yeah, it's but, a good one. Yeah, my, my friend, uh, she liked um, Changes because she was, you know, she was she was that kind of like romantic girl. I liked. Um, um, we changed tomorrow, my Black Sabbath. Yeah, changed uh-huh. my Black Sabbath. And I love Tomorrow's Dream. To me, that was like my favorite song of the whole. That and Supernaut. Those are my two favorite songs. And like when they when they played them, we would like be inhaling all the inhaled smoke. And so anyway, um, her brother won tickets to see Black Sabbath at the Nassau Coliseum. And we were waiting, we were actually waiting in front of the door for the for the weed smoke and the music to start. And they came in and her brother was like, we're gonna see Black Sabbath. And, and like, my friend was like, well, we gonna go too? And he was like, hell no, I'm not taking you little brats. And then the mother was right behind him. And he's like, excuse me? What tickets do you have? So, like, he's, like, trying to explain that he got tickets to see Black Sabbath, and he and his girlfriend are going to take their friends. And the mother's like, well, how do you think you're going to get out to Nassau Coliseum? Just in the Bronx. And she's like, well, Ma, I thought I was going to borrow the car. And the mother cut him off and said, if you're going to this concert, then you're going to take, and she points to my friend, you're going to take, you're going to take Nikki, and you're going to take Michelle. Uh Michelle, would you like to go to this concert? Um, how about if I call your mother? And then the, the boy was like crying because he's like having to take a 13 and 12 year old to see this concert. So the mother goes to the phone. She calls my mother and my mother said, yeah, they can go. Like she, my mother had no idea. She didn't know what the fuck Black Sabbath right, was. Right, right, right. She used to listen to like Huma Skella and, and, and like Al Green and like, you know, stuff like that. And, and but, oh my but, God. I mean, from a Spanish family, uh, you guys must have been Christian. Yes, yes. The, the Black Sabbath didn't freak her out? And, uh, let's just say that she wasn't maybe aware of, of certain things. So uh-huh. anyway, uh, Ozzy had like to go someplace, like rehab or something. So the concert got postponed for six months. And the reason why I got to go, <laughs> you can look this up. What the, year was this? Uh, God, I'm going to say 1970. Well, by the time I saw them, it was like 73. <coughs> and, and Ozzy it, was already in rehab. Or something. 70, right, the the right. concert was postponed for six months. Or he was just too high to or, go on stage. Yeah, and um, uh-huh. I, re- I remember this because the reason I got to go was because it was the concert was rescheduled to a Friday night, and before it was like on a weekday, and I never would. Come on, I was like twelve and a half years old. I was like in yeah, seventh grade. Right. I never would have been able to go. That, that was my first concert, and it just you know went from there. I so, saw Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and The Who, and I was really into prog rock when I got into my teens in high school. I was really I was like the girl. I was like the one girl that boys like to hang out with because I used to listen to Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and yes, and King Crimson, and Genesis. I okay. also liked Frank Zappa, people, uh, Captain Beefheart we used to listen to, wow. all this stuff. And like, I had a boyfriend, and like, it was always like me, my boyfriend, like one other boy had a girlfriend, and then there were like seven other guys. Uh-huh. There were like maybe like eight or nine guys, and only two guys had had girlfriends, and I was always like the girlfriend. Okay, so so primarily you were listening to the uh, the classic rock, yeah. and some prog rock, yes. and, which sort of fit in with all of that stuff. Yeah, and then well, you know as the seventies went into the eighties, I started getting into punk and new wave and two tone, and you know it just uh-huh. it just 
you know, went on from there. Sure, sure. And now I like a lot, and, and like like Run DMC, I like I like early hip hop a lot. Uh huh. Yeah, early yeah. Rap, yeah. Sure. I mean, being in New York City, that yeah. was exciting at the time. Yeah. Because that started in like what the late seventies. It started in, the in, in mid seventies. There were uh, there's you know there's an urban legend that Grandmaster was was spinning in the parking lot of the Bronx River Projects. I actually saw. I think that was around 1977. Yeah, I saw a kid spinning. He had, he had a thing like a, a turntable and, and a microphone and like a little speaker, and it was all plugged into a light pole. Yep, they talk about that. Did you see I've that? Se- I've seen. I've seen that. Did you I see actually that saw documentary that. called. Uh, well, they were sampled this, which was about a specific about Apache that song that they yeah. used. To, but then there was another one called um, Rubble Kings. Oh, yeah, yeah. About the Bronx and about how all the gangs uh, basically, you know, made made a peace treaty. And that's when they started crews oh. and they started breakdancing instead of stabbing and shooting each right. other. Right, and that would have been the late 70s because in the yeah. late 70s, believe me, it was terrible. The oh, gangs yeah. was just terrible. There was like— And you were in the Bronx then, I was right? in the Bronx then. That yeah. was when I started high school. And they, they, Okay, let's, let's put it this way. If there's anybody listening that went to, like— high school and they thought it was like this halcyon carefree time of like proms and homecoming dances and prom queens. Nope. No, honey. And nope. my, back in my day, there was Kill Whitey Day and Kill Black and Puerto Rican Day. And, yep. they, and they kicked my ass on both days because they couldn't figure out what the hell it was. <laughs> they, were, they were the Savage Skulls. The, the black and Latino gangs were the Savage Skulls, the Savage Nomads, the Mongol Brothers, and then there was the Latin biker gang called the Chingalings, and the white gangs were the Bronx Ministers and the Bronx Aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was a crazy time, I, I yeah. Th- I think that people are going to say, like, how did you live, Michelle? And I was like, I don't know, I did. A lot of people did. Yeah, you know? a lot of people and they, did. And they survived, and yeah. a lot of these hip-hop guys survived. You yeah, know? but I did. I did see people spinning <laughs> in the parking lot, because I had a really good friend that lived at in uh, on one, 1635 East 174th Street. I can say that because she don't live there no more. <laughs> but like, <laughs> and you're yeah, not saying her I, name. I'm not saying her name. So. But like, yeah, but I remember, like, I would go to her house after school and, like, I would walk through the parking lot. And, like, earlier, like, sometimes my dad would come and get me when he got out of work. And, like, we would, like, walk through kids listening to other kids, like, doing stuff. Right. And then I would want to watch and my dad would, like, pull me away. Like, oh, you're going to watch that, Michelle. Yeah. Anyway. So what do you listen to now? What am I listening to? Now I'm listening to a lot of the stuff that I grew up with because I'm using it for my for my own podcast. Sure, sure. Yeah, a so lot of people do tend to go back to what they listen to in those formative years. Yeah, yeah, because like every time I read a story from it, I try to play songs that more or less are from about the time that the stories were. Right. You know, so it's like I'm reliving all this stuff and like I'm keep re- I'm re- I'm rediscovering gems. I'm like, oh, yeah, that band. Oh, yeah, that. Band. And I'm mm-hmm. playing a lot. Actually, I'm playing a lot of um, what I'm into lately is a lot of 70s classic R&B. Oh, I've great been stuff. really into Smokey Robinson lately. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was fantastic. I've, I've been, lately. OK, I'll tell you what I've been listening to like lately. Smokey Robinson, Daz Band, uh, Chic. <laughs> Chic, no, Roger, chic. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of discreet, but okay. I, I love Smokey Robinson. I, oh, yeah. I like, he was like OJ's, like all that stuff. Yeah, Smokey was he was he was Motown. Yeah. OJ's, I think, were Philly. Yeah. They were the Philly sound, which is where disco was born out. Yes. Yeah, the um, TSOP, Sound of Philadelphia. Yep, that's right. That's right. Uh, that's where they got that four on the floor. Yep. That is on the floor. That that's the basis of dance music mm-hmm. now. So. Uh, Soul Train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch that religiously. I'm not even going to ask you the next question because you already answered it. You know what prog rock is. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my god! I used to ride with my high school boyfriend in a van, and we would be listening to all the Yes albums, and we'd be like singing them out the window. And oh, smoking of course, weed it was in stuff. a van. Of course, it was that had 70s. no windows. It, no, it did have windows in the front. Well, yeah, it kind of had to have windows in the front. Otherwise, it's like no, and there was like a big window in the back. Okay, yeah. tinted though, right? Oh, uh, I don't, I don't remember. Okay, I don't remember. But yeah. So it wasn't a rape van. No. No, it was not a rape. It wasn't a date rape van either. It was like a party van. Right. There was this one guy, actually, my boyfriend, yeah, he, we would like drive around and like just like listen to like music and get high. It was like the best. Oh my God. It was like so much fun. All right. So let's get started here. Uh, first song we're going to listen to is from 1969. It's uh, King Crimson's uh, In the Court of the Crimson King, 21st oh, wow. Century Schizoid Man. So, uh, I am familiar with it. 1969, kind of the birth of prog rock. Really? Yeah. I mean, during the hippie, like free love, let's get naked in the mud days. Yeah. Except these guys were were a little bit darker, you know? Uh, so, uh, let's, uh, let's give this one a listen. I love the artwork. And, uh, you know, we'll see, uh, we'll see what you think when we're done. I like the dissonant stuff. I love it. I like cacophony. I always try to have cacophony whenever I write or perform, have a little bit. This is like going, like two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. And like, are you deciding? Where am I gonna go? And you're going like sideways, like a crab. I'm picturing like this hermit crab, like going sideways, like it wants this juicy tidbit, but it's gonna leave if, if they get it. So like they're trying to figure out, or like a cat going for a mouse. I'm going forward, I'm going back, I'm going sideways. I'm gonna stand still. I'm gonna hide behind a rock. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then and then the prey gets like um uh it, it says okay. And it goes away, it thinks everything's okay, but guess what happens? Aha! It's following you! And that's one happy hermit crab on Orchard Beach, <laughs> Section 13. Brought to you by King Crimson. <laughs> now, typically, at this point, I ask my guests, is this something you would you would go out and buy tomorrow? But you probably already own it. Yeah, I, ha- I have this. I mean, it probably is not playable now because it's been carded. No, but I mean, you probably have an MP3 yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually uh, have this record. Yeah, I have this you, record, but like, I'm sure it's not playable. You, you would totally dial this up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're a fan. Yeah. You're a fan. Yeah. All right. Oh my God. Uh, can I say real quick one yeah. story about seeing King Crimson as, as, as a. <clears throat> I think it was 40, 40 14 when this happened. Um, <laughs> I went with with my current boyfriend and another girlfriend of mine who also likes prog rock and another friend of ours. We went to see them. Oh God, it was, it was that theater, like, on Times by Times Square on Forty Something Street. It's it's like oh, I can't think of the friggin' name of it now. Anyway, so we saw them. So you know, at one point, you know, you're drinking and whatever. You you got to go pee. So me and my friend, we go to the bathroom and. 
there's no line for the ladies' room. Oh, my God. We got <laughs> and yes. there's this huge line for the men's room. Right. Like, there's literally, I swear on my red hair, there must be, like, a hundred dudes on this line. Yep. And some of them are, like, stooped. Some of them have paunches. Some of them have, like, gray hair. Some of them have canes. One of them had a walker. <laughs> and, like, and, like we, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. And, like, like I said, I, I'm, I'm 40, I was, I was 40, 14 then. So, like, yeah, I ain't like no spring chicken either. My, uh, my other girlfriend was actually just, like, 40. So, you know, not that bad. So, anyway, so we're walking and, like, we're a little, we're feeling, we're feeling good. So, we see this line and we start cracking up. And we're like, bah! And, and then we start going to these men. These are men. Okay, we're, I'm a woman. These are men. We start going, and we go, now you know how the ladies feel. Yeah. Now you know, we're yeah. going to go pee now, uh-huh. and you're not. And we go in the bathroom, and my friend sticks her head out the door, and she goes, <laughs> oh my god so like we were acting like literally like we're 14 mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but yeah anyway i had a, i had a similar experience at the last rush show that i went to last year where i went to go to the bathroom huge line for the men's room look at the ladies room not only was there not a line i go in there nobody's in there and it's pristine it's well, untouched. Well, because girls don't like Rush. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's the myth. Yes, <laughs> some of them do. But uh, as this podcast has already proven, but uh, yeah, yeah, there there was not there was not a, a, a big line for the. Uh, <coughs> That's what I have to say to that. For the uh, no, but no, King Crimson rocks. I mean, I love King Crimson. Awesome. They're such a good band. That brings us to the next song, oh. which is uh, Genesis. Uh, the album is Nursery Crime. Oh. And the song is uh, The Return of the Giant Hogweed. Uh, this is Genesis with Peter Gabriel. Uh, Peter Gabriel. Let's, let's give a listen, shall we? So what did you think of that song? Well... I thought it was lovely and lilting, but also it didn't hold my attention very well. No? No, no. I felt myself drifting. Like, and, and I don't know if it's because I wasn't familiar with it. Like, could be, could be. You know? Oh! Next song up. from the van. Next up, we have Yes. Is it, oh, is it going to be Long Distance Runaround? No. Oh! No, we, we could have gone there. But uh, I, this is Prog Rock 101. Okay. I'm going with Roundabout. Okay. So, uh, you know. Oh, my God, pictures. The, yeah, the old. Uh, oh, snap. The band. Steve Howe looks like he could hotwire a car. <laughs> John Anderson has his hand in his crotch. Nice. Bill Bruford looks like he's high and he's holding up the car. He's just hanging out. Chris Squire looks like he's a model for a crochet, your, your grandmother's Afghan crochet catalog in 1973. And Rick Wakeman looks like a girl. He yeah. Looks, he looks like Nico he was, from the he, Velvet Underground. Yeah. Well, look at this shit. Oh, snap. How about that? That's him just hanging out in his lawn with That's, his sequined uh, cape. So he's like the... He's like the. He's waiting for tea. He was hetero, right? Yes, he's married. He has children. Well, that doesn't mean he's hetero. That's true. Always, uh, uh, as far yeah, as okay, I know, okay. Rick Wakeman is I mean, a heterosexual. This, is, this, this picture well, it doesn't matter what, what his orientation is, but this in this photograph, it, he looks like a combination of like Liberace, Elton John. <laughs> yes, yes. Nico, <laughs> and somebody else whose name is escaping me right now. 
Yeah. So uh, 19... Uh, Which came out when? Jesus. This is, uh, let's see. I should know this. I've done this. Like 1971. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, Fragile, yeah, right. Fragile came out in 1971. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to listen to Roundabout. Wow. I, I, I really appreciated listening to that again after a long time because, like I said, it wasn't my favorite Yes song, but it's a really good song. It's a really good song. It's a you, really you kind good of song. forget until yeah. you listen to all yeah. the, you know, because there's that part where the organ comes in and they're just jamming out. And yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Cool. Oh my God. Teenage songs. Okay, so we are back from intermission. Where we enjoyed a little uh, George Michael. Yes, George Michael. Yeah, so sad. (sighs) But, you know, people die. People die. Two guarantees in life. Shit and dying. Yeah. I mean, you know know what's crazy? Like, sometimes I, I think about, like, which, like, rock person or celebrity that I got older than. It's crazy. <laughs> Who you outlived? Yeah, yeah. like I out, well, I, I outlived George Michael. If I live a little bit you more, you did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right, because when was he born? He 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 was fifty three, mm-hmm. so he was forty thirteen. <laughs> you like that? I love that. I like. Yeah. I made that up. Uh-huh. So like pretty soon, I'm 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 like edging up on Madonna, Prince. Well, I got a couple of years, but you know, Madonna and well, Madonna's still alive, but Prince and Michael Jackson are on the horizon. Uh huh. Not this year and not next year, but soon. Let's just say soon, but not yeah, yet. Doesn't matter, really. Doesn't matter. Age is all a state of mind. Um, so back from uh, intermission, we're going to listen to Emerson, Ooh, Lake, and Palmer. I have this record, too. I yeah, this you remember this one? Oh, Brain yes, salad. Like, this was their Master of Puppets, which was the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper, which mm-hmm. was the Beach Boys' uh, Pet Sounds. And which this was, was their... Uh, which was Led Zeppelin's Witch. Four. Four, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, let's yeah. go there. Yeah. Um, and, and which Pink Floyd was this? Dark Side. Dark Side. Yeah. Yeah, Dark Side. to be Dark Side. Um, so we're going to listen to... And which uh, one was this? Quadrophenia or Tommy? <laughs> Quadrophenia, I yeah, think. Yeah, quad- oh, I love Quadrophenia. I don't know. Tommy's pretty fantastic. Yeah. But, but, but if we're, we're, we're going to talk about the big albums, yeah. yeah. But this, but Tommy and Quadrophenia were such different eras. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're not talking about rock rock. We're talking about prog rock. Back to the yeah, subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Can we're we going to listen to Carnival. Can we talk about the album cover for just a second? Yes. Like, like how like it's so Borg, like Star Trek. Like well, it's Star Geiger. Trek Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. So well, it looks, it he looks, was the same art director for Aliens. Really? Yes. Interesting. I mean, like now, you know, looking at it with my seasoned eyes, it looks like <laughs> it looks like the Borg lady from the Star Trek movies, the Star Trek Next Generation. Uh huh. It looks uh-huh. like the Borg Queen, Alice. Well, whatever she her was. Name she was. This woman was Geiger's here, wife. Yes. Who actually committed suicide? Oh my God! Well, yeah. you know this the the, the part where, where she her hair is like where she looks like this Celtic goddess, not yeah. but yeah. like in the front where she's like all like with like a skull uh-huh. and like in all this uh-huh. like metal stuff. She looks bo- very Borgy. Yes, yes, she does. Well, I mean, I'm sure uh, TNG took a page from Geiger when they when they came up with the Borg. You know, because he was oh, yeah. very much about meshing uh, uh, biology with machine in his artwork. So, uh, yeah. But what's funny is 
the the imagery is almost darker than the music. Yeah, the music you is know. not dark. Well, well it, it is on certain levels, but not this dark. No. Geiger was, you know, yeah. he used to hang out with people. He used to hang out with guys in Celtic Frost, and you know, like what's uh, Celtic Frost? Uh, death metal from oh, okay. uh, from England, I believe. Oh. No, 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 no. They're Scandinavian. Um, oh, that genre. Yeah. Uh, well, what, so, so what are we going to hear from this? We're going to hear Carnival, More. Carnival Nine, Impression One, Part One. First impressions. Yes. I mean, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never that is ends. part of it. Yes. So. More van music from 1975. That's right. And Let's six listen. and seven. Yes. I love that. You know, I thought it, you, it was going to be the, um, the... The reprise, the reprise. part two. Yeah. Welcome back, my, my friends, friends, to the, the show that never ends. ends. We're yeah. so glad you could attend. Come, come inside, inside, come, come inside. inside. Yeah. Well, this is better to me because it wasn't what I expected and I hadn't heard this uh-huh, one in uh-huh. such a long time. See, I, I, really usually, I usually have the other one in the queue so that if people haven't had enough... Of Emerson, Lake, and Paul, when I say, well, we can listen to part two, you're the first person that we're probably actually listening to. I would hear to the, whole, the whole, the whole slide. <laughs> we, 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 we can have this for the after party. Yes. After, yeah. after we play the, the fish and Heart of the Sunrise. And, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I was the girl that hung out with all the boys. <laughs> I was. Well, and that's typical. Oh, that's what? <laughs> oh, don't say what you were going to say. The audience, uh, I'll just let the audience in on uh, Michelle's disgust. I have shown her the cover (laughs) of Rush's Moving Pictures. I'm sorry. Made in 1981. Uh, And the song we're going to hear is Tom Sawyer. But were you going to say something? You want to say something else? No, I don't think so. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, yeah. So here we go. 1981. Rush's Moving Pictures, Tom Sawyer. Dear Lord. Is he trying to look like Freddie Mercury? No, I don't know. Well, that that was, but actually, that was the look back then. It was. He he was very. Oh, I know this song. Yeah, of course you do. Doesn't make me like it, but I know it. (laughs) Of course not. So, so what do you think of that, uh, Michelle? Uh, I, I don't think much of it. Uh, you um, don't care for it. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you, now I'm going to articulate, I think I finally, after over 30 years, figured out what it is about Rush I really abhor. <coughs> I don't think they're musically bad. I, re- I reject that man's voice. Yes. That's, I reject that mm-hmm. man's voice. It sounds namby-pamby to me, if I could use an antiquated <laughs> word. I you know, and you know you got it in there and I love I, I like a falsetto, you know he's not falsetto though he's, he's singing he's not using his falsetto no he's that's his actual voice he's singing yeah so he's like John Anderson so he's got that range he's got yeah. the, like, that that like four octave range I mean he definitely does use the falsetto at at certain points but uh, 
At this point, no, that's just his singing voice. Because like I'm going to use um a, not a not prog band, a rock band, Queen for an example. Like Freddie Mercury <sighs> voice went mad high. Do we see another moth? Yes, we are. I see it. He's on. He's he's on the stripe of Delaware. Got him. And the flag. Got him. Jesus Christ, these moths. Poor moths. Poor moth. F- Oh, we are experiencing some host difficulties there. Yeah. Okay. He's still going. Let's just wait a minute. Okay. I think he's coming back now. And we're back. Well, anyway, I don't I don't like his voice. It's just his voice. I find his voice. It's what everyone it's just, says who just, doesn't like Rush. It's yes. just, I, eh. Yeah. It's just, eh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's not like I get it. It's not fingernails it. on a blackboard. It's just well, like, some people say that. Yeah, but it's not fingernails on a blackboard. It's just like, go away. Let's go, smack, get out of here. Like the moth. Like the moth. He's, he's like he's like a, 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 a an audible moth. Yeah. Or a mosquito. Like a mosquito, like the moth, because like or the moth, the, the moth a is gnat. like the moth is like an awesome storytelling collective of humans that I did work with. So I don't want to like equate Rush with the moth because like the moth rules <laughs> no, and Rush does not. That has nothing to do with the. I don't inside. care because like I hear the moth yeah. and I'm like, oh, like that's my association over here. <laughs> I had a beer. I'm a little loud, but like yeah, a gnat or like that buzzing, like the high buzzing of a gnat, like. Zzz. Yes, yes, or a mosquito. The yeah. or, or like those yeah. things in the back of the comic books that they had in the 70s that were like the dog whistle. My brother sent away for one, and like he did it, and like you could barely hear it, and it hurt. Oh, oh yeah, 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 right. It's only audible to dogs. Yeah. yeah. So, Michelle. Yeah, Matt. Uh, do you like prog rock? Hell yeah. Well, it's time to wrap it up, folks. I'm your host, Matt Bergman. We got a hell yeah from Michelle on the subject of Prague. I'd like to thank my guest, Michelle Carlo. Without her, I would have shit my pants in the grocery store, because I'm old. Head over to our guest links page and see what Michelle is creating when she's not listening to the invigorating tones of Prague Rock. And a special thanks to you, the listener. Because as we all know, the podcast is playing in the woods and no one's around to hear it. It sucks. 